Hello and welcome to Arts Talk Radio. I'm Michael Hasted. We bring you interviews as well as news and reviews relating to all aspects of the arts in Holland, concentrating on events in Amsterdam, The Hague, Rotterdam and everything in between or nearby. Arts Talk Radio Online. Interviews and features on the arts in English. We have dedicated this week's programme to one topic, the Delft Chamber Music Festival, which this year celebrates its 25th anniversary. The festival has been under the artistic direction of violinist Lisa Firstman since 2007, but now there's a new director, and I met up with her at the festival's historic main venue, the Mandela Saal in the Prinzenhof in Delft. I'm Nino Guedadze, pianist and artistic director of Delft Chamber Music Festival. And this is your first full year. I think last year you did the second half, the second week, um, with Lisa Fershman, who's been the artistic director for many years. What changes will there be under your leadership? Yes, indeed. It's my full festival. Last year I took over the second week. Uh, well, I think the biggest change for the festival is that I'm a pianist because it's been run um, by two violinists before me. So Lisa Fershman before and before that Isabelle van Keulen, who actually founded this festival. Uh, that would be, I guess, the biggest change program-wise because probably because because I'm a pianist, maybe there is more piano at this stage than it used to be. Uh, but naturally, the core of the festival, which is to have a theme and then to have programmed um, and and yeah, uh, programs around the theme, um, and then to have a high quality chamber music um, that will stay naturally. Uh, what we added is the and that we started actually already last year in in my week. Uh, we added the Delft Chamber Music Academy, which is for young people. Um, there used to be concerts for young musicians, but they would just play recitals. And now we decided to put them together in a chamber group so they rehearse together they get master classes and then they perform piano quintet or a quartet whatever they choose basically and i also like to have some multimedia um, productions that uh, they used to have here as well but we are developing this line as well so yeah just just a few little things that are adding up because last year there was there was a a theme a brave new world you have a, a named theme this year Yes, this year it's people and stories. Um, I thought it would be nice to start the festival with with some stories about personalities that we don't know maybe that well, or maybe people that we actually know, but uh, there are some stories that we haven't heard yet or they are forgotten. So... Um, Yes, this this is the theme of the festival, and of course, it became personal to me. So I I chose the stories, and I chose the, um, uh, yeah, the people and musicians and composers that are very close to my heart. Because you're from Georgia. Yes. So what brought you to the Netherlands? 
I came here to study a very long time ago. First I studied in The Hague with Paul Coleman and then I did my master's in Amsterdam with Jan Wein and then there were a couple of competitions that came, came along and I was lucky uh, to get the uh, prizes and uh, I love the city and it's easy to travel and I'm anyway very often in Georgia as well so I decided to stay here. Now, as you say, with Lisa, because she was a violinist, there were a lot of violin pieces because the, the artistic director and you yourself will be playing in a lot of the concerts. So I imagine there is, is more of an emphasis on piano this year. Exactly, yes. Uh, and also, um, indeed, of course, there are pieces as well that are without piano and that there are only for strings or for voice or for, for wind instruments. But... Uh, as an artistic director, I try to be on almost every concert and to play something at uh, sometimes bigger pieces, sometimes smaller pieces. But in any case, piano is always somehow there. And, and uh, I try to make it as uh, versatile as possible. So we have chamber music pieces, but we also have concertos that composers themselves played with chamber groups, for example, Chopin second that he often played with his friends and uh, Beethoven four we are playing this time, which he himself transformed it for a chamber um, group. So yes, indeed, there is a, there is a little bit more piano. And there's also been a, quite a lot of contemporary pieces. Is that going to the balance of that going to be the same this year? Well, there, yes, we commissioned actually three uh, pieces specially for this edition. And uh, the first I would like to name is um, Maro, that, that's a multimedia performance. It's a monodrama, actually. Uh, it's for the string quartet, piano and a singer. And it was um, written, the music has been written by Thomas Bayer, Dutch pianist and composer, uh, and he also makes animations for this piece. And Maro, yeah, she, she was a very special personality. Um, in Georgia, she's a little bit like Anna Frank, and she used to live in the beginning of 20th century, and she wrote a diary, and she's very famous in Georgia, and I wanted to bring her here as well to Europe, where she always dreamed to go and dreamed to travel, but uh, due to the political situation at that time in Georgia where the Soviet army came in. Well, she went uh, to help uh, the army, to help the Red Cross, and in a couple of days she was gone. So, uh, but she was very interesting personality. She was a granddaughter of a very famous writer. Her grandmother was a very, very famous writer and her friends were based poets and musicians and she adored classical music. She went to opera, she went to theater, she, she wrote the reviews and, uh, and she actually, she fought for uh, human rights and for, for the rights of a female then because it was important to get married and to have family and kids but she really wanted to be independent and work so i think it's uh, it's very um even though the story happened 100 years ago it's i see lots of examples similar examples today so i think it's very um important that we remember the story and we can 
relate to that today as well, especially what what's happening around us and with the war in Ukraine. I think it's important to tell that story. So that's the biggest commission that we have this year. Then the very interesting one, uh, it's for our anniversary concert because Delft German Music Festival is 25 years old. And uh, I wanted to have three artistic uh, directors on the stage because it's very special I think and um, so Isabel van Keulen will be here uh, but because Lisa Fashman is traveling to the United uh, to United States to play concerts it was div- it was impossible to schedule her as well to to, to have the hair actually in Delft but we commissioned a piece um, that uh, was written by a Georgian composer Eka Chabashvili, and uh, it's called it's Sh- it's called Three Graces of Delft, and uh, it's after the play of uh, Beckett, uh, Come uh, Come and Go. Uh, so we will be playing here in Delft on the stage, me and Isabella, and Lisa will join us by Skype. Because I think last year Lisa did a concert where she was playing with herself, and they were. Uh, projected on the screen behind her or something like that? Yes, that was better, but that was pre-recorded. Mm-hmm. And we also did, so Eka Jabashvili also wrote a piece that was played in the second week by two pianists. One was in Delft and another was in Georgia. And that was synchronized, so it was at, happening at the same time. It was really a phone call, because that's what the reality became. But aren't there problems with latency if you do it over Skype? No, well, might be, but she considers it. So the way she writes, anything can happen. But it's, <laughs> <laughs> but you can adjust it in a very subtle way that it actually the piece is only um, becomes even richer. So you don't have to keep speeding up and slowing down all no, the time. No, no, it's very relaxed and it's very interesting and it's uh, it's theatrical in a way. So I'm very much looking forward. To- Arts Talk Radio Online. Interviews and features on the arts in English. I'm with Nina Katassa, the new artistic director of the Delft Chamber Music Festival. Now, when you were a child, was it your parents who wanted you to take piano lessons or was it your idea? Well, I wanted that very much because my parents aren't musicians. But what, was there a piano in the house? Yes, there, is a pia- there was a piano in the house, obviously, because that's generally a little bit about Georgia, because everyone sings. It's a little bit like Italy. And uh, either they have a piano at home or a guitar, because at the parties, somebody will sing, so someone will accompany the singer. So we had a piano upright. And my grandmother used to play a little bit. She was an amateur, not really, I, I cannot really call a pianist, but she had, she knew some chords, I would say. And I started by myself and I composed a few pieces. And the first one was a waltz because I adored dancing. And I, Using both hands? Yes. I adored dancing and uh, my favorites were, when I was little, the Strauss waltzes. And I composed the first waltz in F sharp, F sharp major, and I still remember it. I can't even play for you. It's it's really funny how things work. Yeah. Do you still play it? Uh, I I don't really play it, but I remember it. <laughs> I really remember it. Yes. Uh, your new uh, CD, um, which I think well not newish, came out in February, is is, is the Beethoven Piano Concertos. Uh, is that a favorite of yours? Number four is definitely one of my favorites. I've been playing it for many years and with different orchestras and uh, until today every time I play it 
it's a joy beyond I don't know everything I always enjoy it and, and it's not only enjoying it's just the magic of music especially the slow movement but also the first and the last the, the feast which is in the last moment is incredible and there is also on the CD there's this violin concerto uh, which was originally uh, so Beethoven wrote it as a violin concerto but very soon afterwards Clementi asked him could you maybe um, write a piano version of it which he did uh, very soon and he had an incredibly beautiful cadenza with timpani which is a uh, even often played by violinists as well so they we stole for them from them basically the concerto and they 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 stole from us all condenses so it's a very um a very funny story of the very interesting story of this piece uh generally i love beethoven and playing his concertos is always a joy yes there must be pieces that you are not forced to play but asked to play and you think oh no not that again i try to avoid them <laughs> I do, yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I try to. So, I mean, how, when you when you do a concert, I mean, obviously, obviously here you have a choice, but generally when you do a concert, do you, you, you choose what you play or does a, does a promoter ask you to play? Well, in a recital, I'm free, of course, and or I can offer a couple of options, for example, for the programs, and they can choose from. And with a concerto, we always discuss it mostly with a conductor, but th there has has been also a, a moment when a conductor wanted a certain piece or the orchestra wanted a certain piece, and I learned it specially for that, and I, I was very happy. For example, like this, I discovered, uh, well, I didn't discover, I knew it, of course, but it's very rarely played Tchaikovsky's second concerto, for example, or the Dohnani Variations on a Nursery Theme, which is a fantastic piece, and I wouldn't just learn it by myself, because it's not one of the traditional concerti. So sometimes it's a surprise and, and a really beautiful surprise. And um, yeah, so this is how it happens. But normally there is a least, I mean, I have my repertoire of concertos and I can choose from them. Um, how many, is it, how many uh, concertos how many or pieces? You, uh, oh, <laughs> hard to, about 20. And how long would it take you to learn a new one? Depends. If it's a Mozart concerto, uh, yeah, you can learn, one can learn, of course, it's in one or two weeks, but uh, depends. I mean, if it's a big concerto, it depends on the deadline. It's, of course, for the piece, it's the longer you play it, better it gets. And even if you take it again after a year, then it's even better. And, but sometimes there is a quick deadline, so you have to jump in and you have to learn something very quickly. Because you have been playing quite a long time, I think. How old were you for your first public appearance? I was five. And <laughs> <laughs> what did you play? I remember what I played on with the orchestra. That was when I was seven. I played with orchestra, and that was a Handel concerto. And later, the one year later, I played the Bach F minor that I remember. As a solo piece, I think I played Bach Prelude, but I'm not sure. I can't remember really well. But I was five years old. But I started playing when I was four. So I was in the music school when I was five. So I had my first concert. I love playing in the halls where it sounds beautiful because I love the beauty of the sound itself that comes out of the piano and then if the acoustic is great and then you can really make 
beautiful colors out of the create colors out of this instrument that that makes it can be in a church somewhere it can be uh, in big or small concert hall it doesn't matter but as long as as it's a good instrument good acoustics and and people and the public that appreciate it and really you feel this energy then then i'm happy okay thanks very much indeed <laughs> thank you so much <laughs> That was Nino Gftadze, the new artistic director of the Delft Chamber Music Festival. The extracts were from her new album of Beethoven's Piano Concerto, with Fein, the orchestra of Gelderland and Overijssel, conducted by Benjamin Levy. And that's on the Challenge Classics label. So that's all from this edition of Arts Talk Radio. I'm Michael Hasted. Goodbye. <laughs>